what it all comes down to. This is music. This is mayhem. This is a high voltage rock and roll podcast especially for you. Don't think because you haven't heard of us that we didn't exist. We've been here all along like a spirit roaming the night, seldom stopping to rest. Our path has been marked by the bolted skull and bones, smashed guitars, and starred stages across the world. Welcome to the full-on church of rock and roll. This is only the beginning. Hello, no one. Welcome to the live no one podcast. So I guess he had such a great time last time that Michael Starrs joined us again. Woo. Yeah, why not, man? How you doing, Mike? Good. Just trying to turn down my volume. It's pretty loud. Yeah. Find yours? I don't know. It sounds like it's a little quieter. <laughs> yeah. How was your Independence Day? Oh, man. Labor Day and Memorial Day was killer. <laughs> <laughs> no, was yeah. Christmas good last year? Christmas was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Fourth of July was killer. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool, man. We family had, day? No, man. Huge party, a bunch of nit No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it was family day. <laughs> <laughs> the real story. Yeah, it was cool, man. I cooked some burgers, hung out, we uh, lit off some sparklers, and we pissed off our neighbors. Because of the sparklers or no, we music? We cranked up the music like really loud. What'd you guys play? Well, we did some uh, Van Halen, of course, yeah. a little bit of Motley Crue, and uh, we did some John Cougar. Yeah. Pink America. houses. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Did some Lenny Kravitz. Just all the American things. Yeah, like all the stuff. <laughs> Everything you do. We even I even played a little bit of uh what's that guy I can't stand? Born in the oh. USA. Springsteen. Bob Hope. Oh, Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could have done the crocus um American woman. Oh, see I didn't know they even did a version. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think it's on one vice at a time. That would have been cool. How was yours, man? It was good, man. Just laid back, did about the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just listened to some stuff. I got some ice cream. I eat ice cream like once a year. Once so, a year. Wow, that's wow. I try, man. Wow, you really when, indulge. Yeah, dude. <laughs> when you get to be twenty seven like myself, it's uh, <laughs> dude, when I turned twenty eight last year. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, I'm eating more ice cream now. <laughs> I can eat it all until I'm thirty. Yeah. Tillamook. Yeah, Tillamook. Shout out. We did buy a whole like double box of Captain Crunchberries, and we ate that for dinner. Nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ain't that America? Pours some sugar on it. Home of the free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, only Splendor, bro. Yeah. <laughs> We're watching ourselves. And then no milk, just Monster. Nice. Have Pull you, some Splendor on me. Have you? Oh, my God. That's oh, a good one. Oh, <laughs> man. Look at that. Save that idea. Oh, I, I've already done it. Haven't I done them at the Big Bear shows? <laughs> That's amazing. Pour <laughs> some Splendor on me. You know that's going to be an ad, and it's going to be so I horrible. don't use yeah. equal porcelain <laughs> yeah. on me. You should go. Yeah, right? You should go to your, your agent and be like, dude, I got it. Dude, I got the jingle for the century. It's going to yes. pay for all our bills for the rest of the year. You turned in the jingle of the century last week. Yeah, that's well, all I'm saying. I love yeah. jingles, man. Hey, Jing- one day a jingle will pay for something, right? Yeah. Right? yeah. I heard the guy that did the like the Old Spice or, or That's Menon. You know, it's like three notes. Mm. That guy was set for life. Oh, man. It's just by Menon. How about the guy who did It's in the Game? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. I mean, there's so many people and they just come up. And I hear some pizza, jingles. Pizza, pizza. <laughs> yeah, and you hear some like you can't believe is an actual jingle that they said, yeah, we'll go with this. Yeah. What about you know the I mean? Sports Center? Dun, dun, dun. 
Yeah, that's said, another one. You said yeah. that they took your riff on that one. There was a, yes, there was. I'll tell the story another time. But it was Paige Hamilton. His riff was myself. not. It was. Wait, they ripped me off. Yeah, exactly. It was more like Rock Bottom by UFO, but that I just said. Third song I ever learned on guitar. Come on. Really? Yeah. Nice. That's a good riff too. Michael Shanker, mm. Cocktois. Wasn't he like 17 when he wrote that riff? I don't know. He was a kid at the time. Too hot to handle? Too hot to handle, man. Just Sorry, what were, we, what were we talking about? A UFO. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's phone's ringing. Oh, it's mine. Do I got a call? Hold on. It's Somebody's dropped some stuff off for us. Hello? Yeah, just bring it in. Door's open. Okay, bye. It's here. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. I'm excited. Nice. Oh, man. Oh, we could go for hours now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can we do this in the bathroom? <laughs> um, yeah, but I forgot what you we were said talking you had about. Ice cream. Uh, Van Halen. Oh, Van Halen. Yeah. <laughs> Van Halen. Dirty movies. Hey, oh, we did man. have a talk. Sam, maybe you can throw in on this. I'm saying, and, and I went back, and I know last time I said something ridiculous about the bass players in Van Halen. But Sam was a bass player, and I was saying how on the live at Tokyo Dome, mm-hmm. how great. I think Wolf is the best player he's, on that he's record. He's a monster. Dude. Yeah. Wolf he's a motherfucker, man. Yeah. But Don't then, but let me say this, like <laughs> after years of seeing Michael Anthony, and then I watched when you guys played with him, Atomic Punks, and he nailed it, dude. Come on, dude. I know. I saw it. it and you know like, what he said before we went on? I go, what, what songs do you want to do? And he goes, I, I can play them all. Let's just go. <laughs> Whatever you guys want to do. Yeah. That's so I go, sick. really? Yeah. Uh, can you do Mean Streets? He's like, oh yeah, man, no problem. It was great. Yeah. He was really good. Yeah, he nailed it on that. He was great. It's always that extra scream. And he did it to you, too, where yeah, he yeah. grabbed the mic. I told the front of the house, turn that guy down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> turn him down. He's too loud. Yeah. But I did tell the front of the house to go put like a, you know, like a voice exciter doubler on his voice and wash it in verb. Because that's what they did live, and yeah. it sounds bitching. Huge it sound. sounded exact. Yeah. Huge vocal sound. Yeah, that was before, I think. I, you know, I think, actually, our front of house guy that we have now, Nick Rucker, did front of house for that show. Oh, really? Yeah, because we knew Michael was coming, so I asked Nick if he would come down and do that show for us. Hmm. Nailed it. Yeah. Good times, dude. Yeah, and you know what, dude? That House of Blues is torn down. Yeah. It's such a shame. Such a shame. <laughs> All the House of Blues are closed. Man. Yeah. When I when when the person I know at uh, Kelly Cap told me at Live Nation that they're taking that down, I, was, I didn't believe it. I mean, it was built specifically for that position. You know what I mean? Yep. For that spot. I'm all wrapped up here. I love that. I, lo- I miss that so much, man. Because oh, yeah. uh, I know who I'm turning up, but <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. All could, feedback. <laughs> I, I couldn't find myself. Yeah, dude. It was. Uh, it was. You know, one of those things about places that closed down you know i always heard stories about the starwood closing down mm-hmm. and how many people were really bummed that it closed down and for me it didn't affect me because i never played there and i never had any experiences there but then when i moved up here and all the clubs that i would frequent and play started closing down yeah. and i was like oh guys you remember bordellos that was so killer on tuesdays and there was this on wednesday and that on friday and, you know, I don't know if you guys ever even heard of a venue called the FM Station. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right here in the valley. Yeah, in Reseda. Yeah, man. Well, the building's completely gone now. That white building, wasn't the it like space, kind of weird? Even the real, like the... Yeah, the... Wow. All of it. They just Level. tore the whole building down. Yeah, wow. that's messed up. So, yeah, dude, I, I mean, God, that was the... That was the filthy McNasty's of the Viper, kind of, essentially. Yeah, or dude. Of the, yeah, man. Exactly. But it's like that all over the country now, which is weird. You know what I mean? All of these great venues, yeah. We were talking earlier about like your favorite venue 
and Harpo's because that's no one's favorite venue. You know why? The stage is too high. It's like 15 <laughs> feet high. <laughs> you got to be Ben Wallace to get there. Yeah, dude, it's insane. <laughs> you it, can't even see the audience. And, and people come running through the back door like just to punch. Like one time John Bush, like he he made someone mad, got someone kicked out of the show. So the guy came running down the, the hallway and, the, you know, the back door comes in. And just attacked them from behind, and they went off that 15-foot stage. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah, I don't like high stages like that. No. Not unless it's a festival. Yeah, right? Harpo's pays well, though. Yeah, well, is it still open? I, that I don't know. Yeah, I think it's gone, think, dude. Is Harpo's gone? I, I don't know. I thought it was still open. I mean, where is Wasp going to play? <laughs> well, but like, I think like Zach Sabbath and like stuff like that, they do that over there. Yeah, too. and I'm, again... You know, a band like Anthrax, they're always going to play Harpo's because they're going to pay more than the State Theater or yeah. any new uh-huh. Live Nation venue. I mean, I don't know where that money comes from yeah, right. at Harpo's, but yeah, they got right. it. It's the mob, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Well, you said it. I just crooked my nose. What? <laughs> but yeah, but that's the truth. Little yeah. Well, there's a, there's a bunch of new that. places going up, man, that are really, really nice. There's a couple of places in Wisconsin that we play all the time, and they're Live Nation rooms because... We're a live nation band. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. And uh, they're really nice. I mean, they're really well built. So the dressing rooms are not like from 1920. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like in the UK, they're like, oh my God, you guys are playing this killer theater. I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait. Hammersmith. Woo. <laughs> and the dressing room's like FM station. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, you think work. about, yeah, you think about, they didn't really care about the performer. It was more about yeah. the audience, right? And now it's more about the, it's a little bit of both, I guess. Yeah. I love the backstage at, have you been to House of Blues Chicago? I have. Those are nice. Yeah. That's the spot. House of Blues is our, our, you can really count on the food being the same. It's like playing McDonald's. Yeah. It's the same food. <laughs> you know what I mean? You get the grilled chicken with the vegetables yeah. and the mac and cheese. and It is and, nice catering to have though. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, it depends how many tickets you sell. You well, know if there's yeah, no yeah. catering, you yeah, can yeah, have yeah, a yeah, show. <laughs> but yeah, the House of Blues, the way it's tiered. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Yeah. It's really cool because you can, you know, it's stacked, obviously. But, you know, there's advantages and disadvantages to playing that stacked theater. Okay. For me, I prefer to have, like, the floor and some loging. You know what I mean? Yeah. The theaters are, it's a little more difficult to to uh, perform because you have to cover the whole, there's more of an area to cover. Yeah. Yeah. Do you mind when you have people like on stage behind you? Like I know some bands have like there's no one on the stage. We love having people on stage. You do? Yeah. Well, I don't mean when you bring girls up, but I mean just in general. Just in just general. Jabronis. Yeah. Anybody wants to come on stage and stand and watch. We encourage it. Like Pennywise. Yeah, yeah. like Pennywise. There's nothing worse cool. than when you want to go see like, you know, I have favorite bands. I want to go see them and their stage is closed. I'm like, really? Dude? Yeah. Why? If you have pyro, that's one thing. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, but most bands on festivals, they don't have pyro. Well, and I, I didn't know until we did some festivals that, like, they give you a separate pass when, like, a headliner comes on. Yeah. So, like, it's a whole different ball game once a certain band arrives and it'll be closed stage. And Well, yeah, because, like, say a Danny Wimmerfest, like, Rockfield, there's so many people there backstage, like, and say, you know, you guys played. I mean, how many people would come on stage? So there's got to be some sort of limit. Yeah. In the festival I mean? setting, yeah. Imagine yeah, every band yeah, wanting to see guess, you guys. I guess, you know, I, like, I always tell this to our drummer. It's like, I don't really know what it would be like to be... And Aerosmith, mm-hmm. you know, because obviously we don't have that type of following. But, you know, I guess if you're in a band, you know, that has a really big draw, then I guess you probably want to keep the stage 
minimum wise. You know, you got yeah. your staff that needs to get what they need to get, yeah. where they need to go. But for us, it's like it feels really good to have you know other bands watching us because that's huge. Yeah, it means, I, I means get a that. lot to us. You know? yeah. I would almost think that that's like a sense of security you have if you feel comfortable having people on stage too. Yeah. In a, you know, in a time where like you just never know. So that's like cool that you guys trust your crew and your team to be able to like if you know you, they got your back 100% you know what yeah. I mean well we want people to come up yeah, fun, yeah. yeah. it's fun as a fan unless I, they're a dick if you're that, you <laughs> it know, makes a show about themselves yeah dude you know you always got one but you know same with uh, you know Limp Biscuit. we did some shows with them and they don't care who's on stage either yeah and they have a pretty big following I think as a fan and these guys will know I, I like watching from the front of house yeah because I want to hear it like when you watch on stage you well, can't hey, that's hear one anything. thing we do yeah we set up the monitors to have a band mix so when people come on stage they can actually hear what's being oh that's amazing yeah. yeah I can't stand that you go on stage you can't hear the singer it's, it's kick drum and bass yeah it's like this and is hi-hat <laughs> and hi-hat like yeah, wow this band's great yeah. <laughs> this is not cool <laughs> I want to hear the, the sound yeah. you know and I don't that's want to good. go ask the monitor guy to turn up a mix for me do well, you guys do in-ears or do you go classic monitors on stage we do in-ears but then uh, I make sure we have a mix on stage oh that's a good monitors. that's a good combo because sometimes the ears go bad and you have to just yeah. you know go without, without them do you hear the crowd do you have crowd mics yeah yeah you need that yeah. You're a dick. <laughs> well, I, know, like, I know that's you. You're right in front of the mic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all you do. Look where the mic is like, it's that guy right there. I love you. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy though. I I mean, I'm always been a fan of the monitors and just yeah. blowing my face well, off. I, but. You know, our, our uh, monitor guy that we, well, we have like three or four that we use on a regular basis and uh, they, they know when to turn it up for the crowd. You know, let me hear you. Because you want to feel it and hear it. Yeah. At least I do. I like that. Is it that you have a standard crew that you use all the time? or? Well, pretty much. We have front of house guy that is our main dude. He's with us 20 all the time. Fifth member. Fifth member, yep. And then we, you know, we have a lot of guys that we use on a regular basis, but everybody has to work. So it's not like we're in a place where we could just retain everybody while we're off. Yeah. So you know, whoever's available, usually, I don't know, we have three or four guys that we choose from to use and Usually one of them is available. And if yeah. not, then we find somebody new. Yeah. And we get to educate them. And that's really fun, bringing a new guy on the road for a Steel Panther show. Because they, they may have heard what goes on, but they don't really know what it is going on until they're experiencing it on stage. You know, they don't just like, shit, what? Yeah. <laughs> what did he just say? <laughs> you guys say that all the time? Yeah. Really? Where would you guys be right now? Like, in if this COVID wasn't, would you be at home now? Or would you guys be on summer touring? Do you know where you'd be today? July, uh, I think uh, we we would have been home this week. But okay. And the following week, we were going to be in Europe doing festivals. For July and August, were all uh, two festival months for us, mm. two tours. Such a bummer. I know. God, it's it's a bummer. Yeah, we were going to play Hellfest. We're looking forward to that. That's yeah. Sick. Grass pop, that's always a fun one. There's so many festivals that, you know, I've never even heard of. Yeah. You know, those are like real big, staple, popular festivals. But there's so many. There's a lot of coming up. Yes. In the States specifically and even more in, in Europe, which is cool to see the States like actually. Ha I mean, not anymore, but yeah. uh, at least starting to have festivals because there have been no festivals for so long other than, you know, Rockstar, or Ozfest or stuff like that. Yeah, I, I like them. They're, they're really fun. I think it's important to have stuff like one, that. I think one time we got booked and we were headlining a festival. 
God's sake. We're headlining, right? <laughs> it was for like 2,000 people. <laughs> so no, but it's at festival, right? Yeah, yeah, like, of course. Oh, my God, we're headlining. Dude, I remember when you guys, we were at Chicago Open Air. You guys killed it. That was such a great show. That was, thank you. Yeah, in that soccer stadium, that opening for Kiss and Ozzy. Awesome. That's so sad. Yeah, but you guys killed it that day. All our friends were on that show. It was really a great day. That might be where I first met you guys, I think. They've never hired us since. They will. They better. <laughs> You're a good they competition. Can't. Is that a Wimmer thing? That's a Danny Wimmer. Oh That's yeah, cool. he's so scared of us. Danny, <laughs> don't be don't be scared, dude. Don't be scared of the Panther. We will not bite back, and no one's gonna get hurt. <laughs> let me <laughs> let me ask you this: At that time, were you guys still with your manager, or or were you guys on your own? No, at that point, we were with uh, Paul Geary. Okay. Yep. What are they called? Global. Yeah, Global Entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, Global Entertainment. Yeah. So all this happens, you're supposed to be on the road. What's next? What are you guys going to do? Are you just going to wait it out? I mean, I know you've done the concert to save the oh, world. Oh, we're doing another concert. Doing another concert. Yeah. We talked about that. Yep. And we don't have an announce yet for it, but we're stay tuned if you're listening. Hi, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to tell you what I talked to you before I got in here. But seriously, we are going to do another one. It's going to be killer. And we're working on a bunch of stuff with you guys for it. So it'll yeah. be fun. Yeah. Right? Should be good. It better be good. It's always going to be good. You know, I think our first one uh, may have exceeded some expectations for even ourselves in the sense that, you know, we, we didn't know what to expect. So when we did it, we were, you know, want to make sure it's going to be great. And it's going to be something quality for people to see. Yeah. And I think we achieved that. And I think, you know, as we always have been Steel Panther, we're all for overachievers. So we want it to be the best it can be. So, you know, there's obviously improvements that we can do. We're going to raise the drum riser up a little bit more because I like a high drum riser. I'm going to have my mic stand, and uh, I think we're going to do a, a, a bigger light package, something more spectacular and different banner. Classic. You got to have a different You know banner. what I'm saying? You got to have a different one. I was thinking that it would be cool to have a green screen uh, backdrop, right? With well, your, yeah. With your logo on it, right? Yeah. But the logo is so high that you can green screen yourself while you're on stage at a festival. So you can put yourself in different scenarios. Oh, come on, man! Yeah, yeah, I like that. Or dropping out of you know hot air balloon. Yeah, dude. Just all kinds of crazy stuff. From a hot air balloon. Win the wars and shit. Yeah, that's amazing. Thanks. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Now all I need is my mom to pay for it. (laughs) So yeah, so the last one, I mean, Keelan and I were there, and I know Damien watched it on the actual, um, but it felt like being at a real concert. You know what I mean? Like, I've, I think we may have talked about this. Or I know we did on, on an episode where, you know, we watch everyone doing the stuff in their be- bedrooms. And that's great. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it kind of, to me, is cool to see it a couple times. But then at what point are they affecting their brand? Where when you guys did it, it was like being at a Steel Panther show. You yeah. know what I mean? Thank you. Thank you. And I, I think one thing, too, that would change the, the visual of it is we need to raise ourselves even more. So raise the platform so there is a, a stage. Yeah. So when they can film up, because that is a feeling that everybody gets when you watch a show, yeah. you're either on a loge or you're watching like this. And that's yeah, like watching I'm, song remains the same. It's yeah, man, I missed that shot. So hopefully we'll be able to duplicate that. That's yeah. why I want to get, I want to get sticks up higher and the lights be a little different and the camera angles too, to be a little bit more down. Yeah. You know, cause that's cool. I think it, it brings a different vibe to the show. How was the response to the last one? I mean, it had to be great. I thought it was it was really good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, most of the comments were pretty positive. 
And you know, you always get negative comment and those are the ones you focus on because it's just the <laughs> way life right. is. Everything they're saying is a hundred percent right. Yeah, <laughs> totally. You know, because no one's an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> I know, man, it's fucking rough, but you know, I, uh, I thought really it went so much better than we anticipated it would. It exceeded our expectations tenfold. Yeah. So the response was killer. We sold a lot of tickets, way more than we thought we would. And I feel like, uh, I was trying to lead into this earlier, but I think the quality of the show was good enough for people that had watched it to recommend buying a ticket for the next show. Mm. You know, and that's, what's important. Like if you bought a show initially and you watch it online, you're like, Oh, that was all right. You're not going to recommend it to your friends. So we think that we did a good enough job to get a recommendation. And you know, that's the way we built our brand is by friends telling friends, you got to go see this band. You're going to dig them. Trust me. And you you believe your friend. Yeah. You're not going to believe an advertisement. This and Saturday, Steel Panther, the best band in the world. Really? <laughs> I thought Godsmack was. <laughs> from watching from home, it, it sounded great. Like, it was like you were actually at a show. It was great. Thanks. And yeah, like the visuals. I, I see what you're saying about like having that camera looking up and yeah. everything. That would be awesome. But it looked, it looked great and it sounded really good. So Yeah. Thank I, you. Yeah. I think that the camera angles really make... Like you, I don't want it to look like you're. It's the reality's busted. I want it yeah. to still look like yeah. it takes you somewhere else. Yeah, you know, I can see that. I That's mean, you cool. guys have spent years cultivating what you do, so it should always be that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna see Steel Panther, you want to see Steel Panther. Yep. Like the full. And the most other important thing is we're all gonna wear different clothes. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's good to know. <laughs> yep. Lots of colors. <laughs> Same set, same set list, list. yeah, hell same yeah. Same set list, different, different order, colors. different order, different, different order. <laughs> Back to front. Yeah, maybe satchel with a different hair. Could you imagine, dude? That'd be so funny. Just go, yeah, man. We're gonna do our set we did in 2002 the opposite way. It's gonna be killer. <laughs> yeah, right. What? I'm all backwards. It's what do you got, Keelan? JPL again? What's that? It's gonna be at JPL again. Yeah, I think so. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna give away some really cool stuff. You did away last some time. children. What? <laughs> you did last time. Yeah, we did, man. Sorry, I stepped on your line. Hey, who won? The uh, uh, the the guy who won the guitar was Rob. You that yeah. that's Rob. You that was that's <laughs> <laughs> true. It was great. Yeah. Oh my God. Hope he's not a looter. <laughs> and then we can get rid of. But Sorry. in in England, <laughs> some someone hit up Monster in England, and they were like. Do you know who won the year's supply of Monster yet? They haven't announced it yet. I'm like, first of all, it's never going to go over to England. You know what I mean? But people watched all over the world, which right, is great. Yeah, right. So. Oh, yeah. We forgot to mention that. Sorry, England. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was mentioned somewhere. Was it? Yeah. You got to read the fine print after the asterisks. <laughs> this computer will not work if plugged in. What? <laughs> so so this this is going on and you're just kind of planning already for 2021 i mean are you gonna well do you know a new we're, album no or? we're we're planning for this year too Tim. yeah yeah i mean we're we have shows booked right okay. now till the end of the year but i don't know we don't know how long they're going to be booked for or if they're going to get canceled you just never know right so you like you're saying yeah we're, we, we're booked till the end of the year and we are still planning out and trying to map out next year but man you just never know. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, we, we did all these plans, Tim, and then the next day, they'd be changed. It's yeah. a day-by-day day thing for yeah. sure. So you just never know. I'm going to say this. Wherever in the United States your first show is, I'm going to fly there. All right. Because the one thing I need after 
coronavirus is to see you guys the steel panther show right it'll probably bring tears to my eyes Uh, me too man yeah i bet because i can't wait it is uh, i mean and i was talking to sticks about this the other day it's like more now than ever because with the weather or not the weather i'm sorry (laughs) with the temperature (laughs) with the wave velocity it's been crazy with global warming no with everything going on man it's just that's why I love your stuff, and that's why I, you know, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but it just puts aren't you glad that guy? Here. Aren't you glad that guy brought that stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. hits you hard. Yeah, all of us. What the f- at the same I, time, you ever see that little rascals when the guy's hair blows up? The, yeah, the International Silver String Submarine Band. That's what's happening. Wow. Well, but, but yeah, it's uh, you know, it's your music is just a release, and it's like that moment in those Van Halen shows where Roth would just stand there and look around and smile. Yeah. That's what I feel. That's the feeling of your, sh- your well, that's show. That's the idea. Yeah. And I it works. Yeah. You know what I mean? Great. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I know, man. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But yeah, it's important, man. I, I feel like when I went to shows, I escaped and it was, yeah. put, just took me out of whatever I was thinking about and brought me right into that moment and it was killer and I still enjoy going to see shows. Yeah. The last band I went and saw before the COVID event were two bands. One was the band called The Struts, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, if you've never seen them live, they're amazing live. Really, the singer and they're just a great band all together. You'll just dig it. That's what they say. It's true, man. I'm telling you. And I got their new record. Their singer sent it over to me. It's not released yet. And Mm -hmm. that's killer, too, as well. Yeah. And uh, they recorded it during this break. And uh, what was the other question? You asked them. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) What was the question? Van Halen. Oh, I was just telling you how great it felt when you go see uh, Steel Panther. Oh, yeah, and then I went and saw Kiss. But, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. we were there. You just yeah. went to or before all this all Yeah, thanks, Sam. Yeah, that was it, man. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's that, it's that alpha brain I was telling you about. Yeah, well, Dude. go in there and get some. <laughs> What's the... Well, <laughs> Pretty Boy Floyd's playing Ranch Market tomorrow if you want to go. Is that a supermarket? Yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> Are you serious? No. <laughs> I'm like, I'll, cry, I'll cry if I go to my next rock concert. Let's go. Yeah, I'll go see it. I'd go watch a baseball game right now, and I hate baseball. But I just, yeah. I want normalcy. You know yeah, what I mean? Me too, man. I just, need I, we're it. not going to get it for a while. So. I know. And every yeah. day I look at like football news. I'm like, oh, please. I just want, I need football this bad, or I'm going to go postal and stab someone. I know. And every day, like, yeah, it's going to happen. And I was like, no, I don't think it's going to happen. I've been watching a lot of US, UFC fighting. Yeah. That's been great. Yo, have you guys seen, uh, I think it was in, I'm not even going to guess where it was. They got people full on octagon, like chain mail swords and shields and stuff now. Have you guys seen that No, yet? No, oh, I'll watch that. Dope. I got, I'll find the, I saw it on like Barstool Sports or something. We'll look at it when we get a Ooh, break. I like full that. Full on, like. Thank you. You know, duke, yeah, duking it out. And then, you know, you get knocked down with the shield and now you ditch the sword and the shield and you're just like. Dude, it lasted like 10 seconds, and they're all chain-mailed out. It was dope. Wow, that's amazing. The guy's like, I'm done. He's, he called it quits. He's like, I'm out. Wow. Going, going old school. That sounds like the streets the of a, the world in a couple of years. Well, pretty soon we'll have fights to death. Yeah. That'll be fun. Gladiator. That's next, right? Gladiator. Back to gladiators again. That's how you get rid of your kids you don't like. <laughs> I guess. Are you gonna Son, watch, you should uh, be a fighter. <laughs> are you going to watch UFC this weekend, the fight island? Well, I don't know. If I can pirate it, I will. Yeah. <laughs> There's literally a fight island. Where I can't wait to watch it. Well, if I can get this for free, <laughs> if I can get it for free, man. No, I don't know. You know, I, I, I was watching uh, stuff from last year. Actually, I oh, taped nice. it. Watch it again. Yeah, we were yeah, talking about that earlier. Like with YouTube, you can see anything. And like when I was a kid, I'd go to these record stores and buy these crappy VHS VHS tapes, and you couldn't even see the show. And I'd watch them all. 
now I can see anything on at YouTube any time. Yeah. And I awesome. don't watch it. <laughs> yeah. I hear you, dude. You know, like start watching like, okay, cool. Yeah. I have three apps, Instagram, Twitter, and Instagram <laughs> nice. back and forth. Yeah. I throw in 4chan. I'm one of those guys. Bro, really? Throwing it back to him. Nice. <laughs> yeah, dude. Image board. You ever do 4chan and, and the, and the politics thing on there, it's hilarious. No, you know uh, what? I guess I, I feel like 4chan would have had Steel Panther all over it back in the day. Really? They probably oh, do, yeah. and there's so many. At things. least ideas for songs, for yeah. sure. Oh, it was the dirty of the dirt. I, I'll tell you what. Foul. Like, I, they had the one thing. It was hardcore. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, it's been like Agnostic Front and stuff like that. I'm like, <laughs> what? It's <laughs> not what I'm talking about. <laughs> what number is it? Rule of the internet. That was 4chan, where it's like yeah. anything that can be, will be. You know. Yeah, it's it's things, pretty everything. nuts. But so yeah, we're planning on doing. Uh, just a, I was just thinking about no, no, what you'd asked me before, and we are plan. We Satchel writes the songs for Steel Panther, right? Lyrics so, and everything. Yeah, the whole really coot and battle, man. <laughs> and uh, so he he's been writing a lot, like three or four songs. I bear witness to like that. Like every two weeks, right? Yeah, you. Yeah, right. In a so, day. So he just writes them and sends them off, and so we have we have about I don't know maybe nine songs already. And we're thinking about going in and start to record them now while mm. we have the time off. Because every time we try to do a record, we're like on the road and yeah. trying to split our time between the road and when I'll be able to sing and all that kind of crap. And so we're hope hopefully we'll get it done and put out a record sooner than we would normally. That's amazing. Yeah, it'd nice. be cool. I think every band who has an album coming out, it should be their day at the races or night at the opera. Yeah. They've had all this time. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? You better be content on your craft. Yeah, I wonder if... It is a good time to put out a record, though. Well, we were talking about that earlier because Sam has one in the can right now, or they're working on one. Yeah, and Are you a lot put of it out. Uh, I don't know. It's a weird thing. I think, like with anything, because you can't tour, whatever budget would go into touring, maybe that should go into PR and marketing that way. Because people are just they're you know they can't do anything other than consume. Right. So that's the hard part is like breaking through all the BS that they're consuming to get like straight into them. You yeah. Know? There's a lot of static around him. There's a ton of static, but I think people are looking for new music or they're looking for just something new just because this is, like you were saying, like this is it, this is the new normal. Um, so I don't think it should discourage anybody from releasing music, maybe more thought into how to release it, but I don't, I think now it's a good time. Is any just because it's got to get out? People need to hear yeah. music, and that's what people want to hear. Anyways. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't, like you were saying, you know, if you, I think it's important to release music, whether it is your, you know, Fair warning or day at the races or whatever. Um, just release like one of the bands I play and we've got like a Queen split coming out next month that we're doing with another band, which will be cool because we haven't released anything in a while and it's just a Queen cover. That's something we don't do like ever. So I think even stuff like that, like just just content, keep just, your that's, keep and that's your people all engaged. It is, just content in general, yeah. whether it's a full album or music or just like yeah, that's what we're thinking about you know? doing is putting out maybe just four or five songs at a yeah. time. Yeah, and we've never done that. We've always wanted to try it. But we've gotten a lot of pushback from people that usually work records because mm -hmm. they're used to doing a certain. They want to justify way. their jobs. I guess I don't know. You know, it, it definitely breaks the mold yeah. to put out an Which EP. Is, so you know, that's that might. Well, everyone's cool. attention span today too is a little interesting. It's shorter. Yeah. So you put out four or five songs, you're more likely to get people to listen to the whole thing quicker. I know. Than put out a twelve song Ex album. Exactly. I mean, I mean, who's really just on? You know, I do. I can speak for myself. I do. But you're exactly right, Keelan. Where it's like. All right, am I really going to get through all of this? You know what I mean? It's like putting out a double album. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? People. Four or five songs is like 27 minutes typically. Some Dude, I just can sit down and knock it out. Yeah, I'm, I just finished physical graffiti. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you think? That was great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, journalists, like, I remember we put out a second record and we put 14 songs uh-huh. on there. Mm-hmm. And that was two more than our last record. Yeah. And people are like, oh, it's just a, there's even two more extra of the same stuff they put out the first record. I'm like, well, fuck, what can well, we do? I love your second album. Yeah, I talk about that one a lot. Balls out. Yeah, balls out. Yeah. Thank you. Elizabeth Dale on the cover. Mm. <laughs> you hungry? B-I-G. I'm hungry. <laughs> I just got hungry. God, yeah. that, was, that was great. That was our drummer's idea for that record cover. Oh, really? Yeah. I found out way later after I was at her house at 4 a.m. in the morning. She's like, by the way. So I stayed just a little longer. Really? Yeah. Yeah. She <laughs> No, she got on stage and sang with us at the Roxy oh, yeah? years What song? Um, what the hell did she sing? I think she sang. Supersonic? No, she sang like something like, uh, I think it was Journey. Actually. Oh, okay. I bought that album for people for Christmas. Yeah, I told you, you that. Yeah, you this morning. On the way, yeah, yeah. on the way. Yeah. I was like, I was getting that for Christmas. Everyone had to hear that album. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. great. Because so, they wouldn't listen to Toys in the Attic, so I'm like, oh, I'll try this one. Oh, <laughs> so what do you think, what do you think, uh, which song should we play off that record for our live stream? Oh, everything's good. Do you guys normally put 17 Girls in a Row on that set list? Usually we do that song, yeah. yep. Gold Diggin' Whore. I was say Gold Diggin' Whore. Yeah, I just said classic. Supersonic. Oh my God, yeah. that's right, dude. Gold digging for sure. That would come out dope. How about like with the whole chant and everything? <laughs> yes. Come out sweet for it. Yeah. Thank you. Take take notes. My assistant took my phone. Yeah. Album in its entirety. Yeah. <laughs> that one always went over dope live. Gold uh, digging thank horror, you. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. It's fun. It's fun. You know, I, I didn't. We don't really talk about this, but we did a private birthday party in Vegas a couple weeks ago. Right on. And oh, it was yeah. like maybe I don't know fifty people in a. Hundred yard area, six feet, six feet apart. Yeah, circles. And I measured them with my penis. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, you know, we did we did gold digging horror yeah. for that show, and it was really cool. It was, a, it was actually a request. Right on. And uh, yeah, it was cool. What's the difference when you do a show? I, I mean, I know cost. Like when you play a show like that compared to just an actual club theater festival show, like it's way different. Different vibe and different. Yeah, different vibe. You're on the same. We. It wasn't like. We played this guy's big ass place, yeah. right in Vegas, and so we were all just on the same level, and we had lights and we had a little PA and the whole deal. But you know, you're uh, this close to people, like yeah. two, three feet away from, no, six feet away from them, uh. and, and singing, and you know they're dancing and having a good time, and so the interaction's completely different. Mm-hmm. And so you know, I mean, we just we got people on stage to play. We played different songs. We veered off the set. We stop for a minute it's just whatever and you do the full show right like the dialogue and we yeah you try but people yeah. throw stuff and they get excited so you know you just move <laughs> on yeah yeah you know in the concert setting you're on tour you're we have uh you know moves worked out for the you know different guitar changes mm-hmm. all that stuff so there's i don't know i guess there's like some sort of like restraint on what we can do but we try to keep it as loose as possible so we can not lose the improv part of our show. That's what I think about the, the concert to save the world. Like we weren't sure how you guys were going to do, you know, like you and, and Lexi and Satchel talking, you know what I mean? But it was just like, it was an actual show. Like you didn't, it was like Sonny and Cher. I said this to you, it was like a mix to me between like eat them and smile on the Sonny and Cher comedy hour. Cause like they could still do their act that I saw live in front of TV cameras. And that was like you guys doing it in front of TV cameras. Timing was there. It was all still there. It was amazing to see. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. And we're, we're hoping that, you know, people will see that and real, cause we've been shopping 
an idea for our TV show for years. Mm -hmm. And it's been really hard to break through, you know, when you come from the music side of stuff and you're trying to get into another yeah. entertainment area of the world, it's difficult to break through it, mm -hmm. you know, but you know, we're getting closer every day. Yeah. Yep. Same concept of your live show, like your Steel Panther, basically. Basically, the most important thing we want to do is take what we do live and incorporate it into an idea for a show, yeah. which we have, and not lose that magic. Yeah. It's very difficult, and it's all about the writing. And then, then if you can, and I don't want to get too much into how you make your sausage, but how do you rehearse that stuff? How do you come up, you know what I mean, like the dialogue? Is it a lot of it just improv off, off the top of your head or well, things now, that work? Now it is. Now it is. I mean, we've been, you know, we've been together for a long time. So mm -hmm. when we first started out, we were just basically, Satchel and I were just fighting over mic time. Yeah. And we, you know, we're just... I don't want to say this without, I don't know how to, Wouldn't, I don't know, like we just, really fight, like naturally fighting over mic time or. Could I talk please? Yeah, I'm sorry. Say <laughs> <laughs> right? just like that. So, yeah. yeah. And so we're like, and you know, we're, we're making fun of the crowd and then cracking jokes and, and we just naturally were able to work off each other in a group setting. And we realized that we had a chemistry and that's one of the reasons why we have stuck together with this chemistry banter, not only just musically, but the banter in between songs. And, uh, and then we thought, okay, this is great. But some nights we're a little flat because we're tired or the crowd's not responding. We should write a show that way. Whenever we go out, we know what we're going to say and we have punchlines and it'll be killer. And we tried it and it didn't work out. <laughs> and it's kind of the same thing with the girls. We're like, God, we should just hire some girls to come on stage. Cause it, every time we bring girls on stage, it's killer. So we tried that one night and I was like, this is so lame because we hired them. You know, it wasn't organic and real. And same with the, the comedy. It's like we just go off of what's there. So now, years later, we have this chest full of material that we've been doing for years in front of no people, in front of thousands of people, different settings, you know, different circumstances. And now we can just pull from that chest. And then, you know, Satchel will usually come up with a pretty cool joke for each city that we're in. And, uh, and then we just kind of roll off that. So do you know before you go into a show if you're going to pull from that, that chest? or Not really. I mean, I mean, we have like we have certain ideas that we're going to start a tour out with. All right. So if it's a holiday tour, then we have a holiday chest. If it's like a summer tour or a festival, we have that. But there's always the thing you can't expect, and that's the crowd participating. You know, so... If somebody throws something at us, that's always fun. A girl gets on stage, that's fun. Somebody plays guitar, that's fun. And it just changes the trajectory of the show. So, yes, we have a like a skeleton, and then we just fill in the meat as we go. And then with the set list, do you guys come together to do it? Like, I know the Who, Daltrey, did all their set lists, still does. Like, do you guys do really? it all together? Yeah. Wow, I can't believe yeah, Pete let him yeah. do it. I know, the one so thing he lets him do. <laughs> Wow. Good on yeah. you, Raj. Yeah, exactly. That's amazing. Just no you know, smoking. Yeah, or no Athena. You, you know why he probably did that? Because it's a pain in the ass to write a set list. Mm. It's not easy. So, yeah, we all do it together. Uh, you won't believe this, but Lexi Fox put some preliminary. <laughs> easy for you to say. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, he puts together a pre, uh, like, idea of, and then we go through a text thread, and we just start, like, and now I'm going to chime in and go, yeah, we should do gold digging, man. I thought of that. <laughs> it's your idea, bro. Take care. <laughs> so how much do you take into account your voice and what you have to sing? You know what well, I mean? Well, like that's another like circumstantial thing. Like, so, 
if we're doing an acoustic set, it's different. You know, I'm not going to be able to, to bust out like, uh, I don't know, there's some songs that are just gnarly if you do them one in a row, mm-hmm. you know, a couple in a row in the same key, uh, whatever, man. <laughs> the key centerage or whatever you guys, whatever you musicians call that shit. You know, the key center, you know, so yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll like change that up. But for the most part, not really. Yeah. And you can do like, like when you guys are on tour, do you do like three on, one off? I, I mean, what's best for you? Well, what's best for us is to do two stadium shows and have four <laughs> nights off and fly in a Learjet. That's what's best for me. So, yeah, when we first started out touring, we were doing four to five nights a week uh, in a row. And then we'd take a day off, at, but the day off was travel. And then we'd do three or four in a row. And then that was the cycle. And as we you know, put out the second record, it got back to like four shows in a row, a day off without travel, and then four more shows. And then our third record, we were like, oh my God, this is like, we're, it's killing us. So we started doing three in a row only, two days off with travel, and then another three. And so that's really basically what we do now. That's and I mean, really, if we could have an, the perfect way, it would be killer to have two shows and two days off. But it kind of sucks. It gets boring after a while. I want to perform. Yeah. You guys do fly-ins or do you do mostly bus or? We'll do whatever you got. Whatever it takes. Yeah. I mean, we do. We used to do fly dates all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we'll still do them. A lot of weekend warrior stuff. Just hop on with your guitars. Because, you know, our amps are like these little boxes that we just bring with us and put through the PA. Both guitar and bass? They're yep. Just... So that's what I use is like a lunchbox EVH kind of deal? Or is it even like smaller? It's like a... Oh my God, I forget the name like, of his amp those, like system. Like Line 6 Nexuses or something like that. Yeah, some of Stick said that to me. Today. He told me what it was today. It's called it's Atomic. Is that Atomic amps, yes. That's what it is. And it's a box, right? Mm-hmm. And you program it with the computer, yeah, yeah. and you just plug it in with all like your other stuff. simulator, stuff like that. Yep, it's killer. Yeah, it man. sounds, dude, it sounds so good. His guitar tone. Yeah. I, you know, and you know how you, I know how you are, and I'm a lot like you. I'm assuming I know how you are. You do. Mm-hmm. In the sense that there's nothing better than a JCM 50 watt from like 70, whatever the year is, you know, through four 25 watts less yeah. speakers, right? But man, this guitar, uh, his pickups are Fishman pickups, humbucker. And going through this atomic amp, the whole setup with the pussy melt, ah, oh, it's amazing, dude. Oh, that's right. The, the pussy melt. That, that. that <laughs> tone is so, it is badass for real. It's yeah, no, it, it sounds amazing. Like, sounds like Damien like, said, the way you guys sounded in that that online the live stream. You know, the, and thank you. And the cool thing about those things is when you plug in, it's the same sound it was the night before. Yeah, that's you know? huge. Because every now and then, you know, we we'd be we usually we'll get a fifty-one fifty head back in the day mm-hmm. with a Marshall cabinet. That was the deal, mm-hmm. right? And every time, plug it in. Some days killer. Other days, tubes are old. They're bad. Need new tubes, Here's and it sounds like mofo, crap. Man. Or the electricity is a wrong wattage, so it sounds. The club's got a bad wiring job. Yes. So get the ground lift yeah. out. Yeah, it's. Dude, and that's that sound. I hate that sound. Yeah. It reminds me of my mom that talking buzzes. to me. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there. I think speaking of Detroit earlier, St. Andrews Hall. You ever been that you played there at all? So, yeah, yeah, I actually have. Yeah. That stage was famous for a, a radio station. A, 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 a radio oh, station. <laughs> yeah, it would come yeah. through if you had a cable or a wireless. No matter what you had. It would come through every time. I've seen guitar techs fired, be, and you'd right. have to be like, "No, no, no! It's the not place. my fault, man." Yeah, dude. 
So I'd love to try one of those things out. We're gonna, oh, are they the through, Yeah. I have one at my house. Yeah, I'm going to come over. bring it over to you yeah. or you can come over. <laughs> just jam my wrist. You're totally welcome to use it. Just It's sitting there because... I can't really figure out how to plug it in yet. <laughs> well, last time your parents got mad at all the noise we were making, so. They, yeah, they do that. Hey, you know, we also, the Pussy Melter was the number one selling uh, effect pedal that we've ever put out because it's the only one we ever put right out, on. right? There we and, go. and then we put out the uh, Puntain Boomerang Delay Pedal, which was killer, and now we just put out the Butthole Burner, mm-hmm. right? And the Butthole Burner is mm-hmm. the exact guts of a Pussy Melter. See, the Pussy Melter, we put it out, and we only we said we're only making 2500 and that's the end of it, and that's exactly what we did. So, But people have been dying to get that, you know, that software, so we decided to put it out under a different packaging so people could experience the Pussy Melter. Can that's, I say that? You, you just did. <laughs> Butthole. So does but <laughs> so does Satchel come up with the wiring and all that stuff? Or uh, well, he works with uh, a team of scientists and technicians uh, from Germany, and they've come up with this uh, technology uh, that basically absorbs brain cells and just turns them into heavy metal tones. Let's kill it. So yes, the answer to the question is yes. Is yes. Uh, football. Let's talk about football. Ooh yeah. So you're originally from Chicago. I've already asked you if you're a Bears fan. I love the Bears. No, you don't. <laughs> I do. Well, you know what? We have Nick Foles this year, and I say we because when you're from Chicago, you're always from Chicago. That's just the way it is. Okay, literally like an hour from, ago, you were just. I, hold, hear me out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> when you're from Philly, you always like you're from Philly, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're from Chicago. You're always from Chicago. So you know, I mean, my dad is like a full-on Bears fan. So he, I was talking to him the other day. He's like, "So we got Nick Foles, man." I'm like, "Yeah, dude, that's." You guys are fucked. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, you know, I like, I'm a fan of the NFL. Mm-hmm. I like the whole thing as a whole. So I can enjoy all the teams. Yeah. You know, it's hard to be a, a Rams fan, you know? Why is that? Well, because they're from Los Angeles. <laughs> right on. Are you a Rams fan? I am a Rams fan. Yeah, yeah. you would, you would say that if you were a Rams fan. <laughs> okay, let me, let me just say it this way. I can appreciate the Rams, right? And it's just hard for me to be have a home team because I don't know if you know this, but our bass player is from Cleveland, and I watched him for so many years just go through so much heartache. And I thought to myself, I'm so glad we don't have a team here because I would be just as bummed as him. And now, you know, I went to that first preseason game yeah. at the L.A. Coliseum when they played the Cowboys, and I was excited. I brought my whole family, the whole deal, and uh, and then they ended up going to the Super Bowl the next year. I'm like, oh my god, I I I can't be a fan because they're going to disappoint me. And sure enough, next year they they tanked. Hey, I think I won a thousand dollars from Damien on that season. <laughs> Dang. Well, everyone, you know, everyone knew that tank was coming. It was coming, but it, it's not the coach's fault. You think it is or not? It's not. No, no. Sean McVay's no. a great coach. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think it was your quarterback. I I don't think it was that. Nick Foles, is, I mean, still new. <laughs> what was it? Yeah, I'm waiting to hear. Oh, I'm waiting for you to ask, man. <laughs> so what was it, Michael? I, I think it had to do with uh, your running back, man. He was girly? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Should have got rid of him a lot sooner. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. This that's the bummer. Loyalty you know? things. It's like, do you want to trade him? But he's, yeah, gone. he's but gone now. Todd Gurley wasn't in charge of missing tackles. Yeah. That's a good that's yeah, true, defense. True, yeah. That's, that's that was, I think that was the biggest story is that, like, 
you know, offense can only score so many points with Cook and Cup and everybody. But if D can't, you know, yeah, and everybody can't keep it up in the set in the back in the set, you know, the backfield and secondary, it's. I'm a Packers fan. Yeah. So the first half of my life was horrible. It was worse than what Lexi had in Cleveland because I I ended up in Cleveland and I've watched my family go through that. Right. You know what I mean, so it's it's heartache. It's it's, it's heartache. You know, it's pure heartache. There's only so many pickles you can wave, right? Isn't that the yeah. Browns thing? Like <laughs> yeah. Pickle? But the the thing about that, like a Browns fan, it, sometimes it's harder if they get close and then they lose. Like if you just are horrible, if you just suck, like the Lions or the Browns, just right. like it's funny. You know what yeah. I mean? You make a joke of it. And then when there's a turnaround, like what happened with the Packers when they got Reggie White and Favre, like then it's everything. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then everyone jumps on the bandwagon and then it's just well, horrible. I was a Packers, Packers fan when Favre was playing for him. You're from Chicago. And I know. I know. <laughs> Think about who I had to either Your choose. Your dad. So, you know, I followed Favre. He went to Minnesota. Ugh, First Miami, the then worst. Minnesota. It was great. It was so fun. And then after that, it was Peyton Manning. Followed him for a long time. And So you're yet. a player guy. You like like people like the NBA for the players now. And that's, I think football's getting more that's to okay, that. That's okay, right? Yeah, it's fine. I think, I think <laughs> that's how rock said. and roll is that there are no rules, right? Well, yeah, but and that's... Thank you, and if, Sam. And if somebody has something to say, you know, we'll put Frankie on him. I got some... Uh, <laughs> right? Hey, I got some uh, breaking news, though. Yeah. Uh, rumor mill has it. That Aaron Rodgers is not happy with the new coach. Is that, is that I don't think at Aaron Rodgers is happy at all? He's not happy with the new coach. They're Even not married to Danica Patrick. I don't think he's stoked. Yeah. Well, okay. Because you know who he gave up or who, who gave him up. Who's the girl he was with? Um, someone help me. Where's Joe when I need him? But way out of way out of Danica Patrick, whatever her name is. Danny, Mc- <laughs> Danny McBride. <laughs> yeah. Danny anyway, I'll think of her name like Olivia Munn or something like that. That's who he was with. And she was she was a freak, and Snow I don't think show. he could take it. Yeah, well, Rogers is the best. So he is the best, but I hear that he may be going to Oakland. Nope, Las Vegas. Nope. Who? Come on, man. The Rams. Deep. No. Don't say the Vikings, because I will smash that window. <laughs> like, no, it's not the Vikings. I I really now this is going to sound ridiculous, but I think that Cam Newton is a bridge for Aaron Rodgers across. Really? In yeah, New so England? He's going to do yeah. a season, and then Rodgers will go over to the Pats. Where does Cam go then? Maybe even sooner. You don't need Cam. Wow. He's just a... Well, no, I'm just curious. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say it that way. I, I didn't take it that way. It's I think good. that... <laughs> I'm sorry. We're all you good. You don't need Cam. What the wrong with you? Uh, I think that... Uh, and listen, this is only shit stuff I'm hearing. Yeah. I have no proof or anything. I've just heard this on the radio, so I'm just sharing yeah, with yeah. you what I heard. So, that, you know, this guy was saying, yeah, I think that, you know, this is like Belichick grooming... Rogers with this little Cambridge that it can be done and it's yeah. nothing wrong with it. So we'll see what happens. You never know, man. No, we'll see. I mean, Rogers has been amazing. You Who's know, your backup? In, they the just signed Jordan Love. He should be great. Yeah, I think he's. I think they wanted him. You you walked in mentioning the Mahomes deal. I think they think <gasps> that he's the next uh, Mahomes. Am I saying that name right? Yeah, Mahomes. Mahomes. All right. It's Mahomes for. Christ I had cookies, so I'm fine. Yeah. Um, well, what do you think? Hey, what do you think of the LA Chargers? Horrible, right? Yeah. Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, I mean he he's a great backup, but you know in Buffalo he's a great backup, in Cleveland he was a great backup, but <laughs> he was so good that he's a great backup, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, him For, and Brian Hoyer should start a, a restaurant <laughs> business called the Backups, <laughs> right? Yeah, so like when when Favre went to Minnesota, I hate the Vikings so much because I don't know how I grew up being a Packers fan because they were horrible. But when Favre went there, that for me was like if Paul Stanley joined Sticks. Like it's the worst thing that could ever have happened because I hate Sticks. And um, I couldn't believe he was on the Vikings. And like even now, like that Favre's back in the good graces. And I know these are, it's a game. 
I You're talking about the it. band, right? Yes, the band sticks. <laughs> okay, good. I was like, what, what, what other do, do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I just don't get when a player like that will go to. I, I know fans take it more serious than the players. To yeah. the players, it's a job. And I'm right. like, Rival team? Yeah, I'm like, you've forsaken me. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's so yeah. Ridiculous well, Minnesota's sports. a different, different vibe than Wisconsin. Yeah, it is. We saw that on the news a couple months ago. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, they're going to be a tough team this year, huh? Yeah, yeah exactly. And Chicago's going to be great today, this year. <laughs> today. Today, and today, today they Chicago's got... Chicago's going to be really good, Today, today it's going to be good. Are. Yeah, today, before they have to play football. I'm Memorial Day. I'm with you, though, dude. I'm a Bears fan, so it's... Are you? It, yeah, oh, yeah. Dude, we were with uh, Stu. From, oh, wait. Before we stop talking about football... No, we're always going to talk about can football. We, can we talk about Brady? Yeah, let's talk about Tom So Brady. do you think that he's not, I know this is like everybody talks about this, but do you think that he's going to totally suck this year? I mean, no. he's 42 going on 43. He's going to play like that. He's still going to be good, you know what I mean, because his brain. But he doesn't have the arm strength, but he will always have the brain that he had. You know what I mean? I don't uh, think he's going to suck. I think it's going to be weird. Does know? Gronk get hurt? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Does Brady get injured? Yes. Do you think Brady's going to get injured? You're 43 years old, dude. You take but one good he's hit. Paying each of those linemen an extra blah 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 every game just so they make sure that you takes know, one. I put your kids through college. You make sure nobody touches me. Takes one defensive end to get past the tackle. Right. Just one when you're 43, That's right? He gets up and he looks at his son and just like, dude. Imagine you. You're what? Oh, 32 dude, and you fall off the stage of, off Harpo stage. I like, remember one time I'm I'm singing in Paris with you know the band and we're rocking and Satchel comes running towards me and hits me. Bam! Punches me right in the face to my own hand. <laughs> Knock my tooth out. Ooh. Dude, no way. Yeah, swear to God. <laughs> and I have fake teeth. I got a fake veneer stuff on there because my teeth got all yellow from not brushing them and shit. <laughs> so The cavity creep. Yeah, the cavity creep. <laughs> hey, what's up, man? <laughs> so my tooth went back and it popped right out and I had to go to a dentist the next day with my tooth in hand. You had to go to a dentist in, in Paris, hand. huh? I went to one in Germany, man. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oof. Crazy, huh? 500 euros, I think. Wow. <laughs> Something like that. I had a World War II joke, and I'm not going to tell it. Woo! <laughs> so, yeah. So, I think with Tom Brady, like, I love, I'm a Michigan guy, and I watched, used to go see him play in, in college. Um, but I can't imagine him taking too many hits this year. No, because his, his uh, toupee could fall off. <laughs> that is a toupee, right? He, he got hair restoration. I don't know, man. No, I, I heard him. That's what you were talking about American earlier. Always. I was like, what? <laughs> There's a, the guy, Wes Welker, and him got uh, like fake hair together at one point, I think. Hold on. Hold, hold on a second. Wes Welker went bald, right? Yeah, then he got the fake hair. Did he? Just like uh, Jason Witten? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Same dude See? doing his hair. We has got like plugs or something. For we no, should, no, we usually like, do wigs with rock bands, but we should do it with athletes. That's yeah, dude. way better. Uh, who would wear a wig anyway? No, That's so stupid. Well, speaking of Cam, he's got crazy hair all the time. I know he is crazy. His hair is pretty awesome. Do you think Kiss <laughs> feels weird that they have to wear wigs that Steel Panther doesn't? Oh God! I don't think Kiss thinks about anybody else but them, or at least Gene. You know, like I don't think they pay attention to anybody else. That'd be nice though. Wearing a wig's easy. Yeah, I bet. You know, and think about it, because your hair, like, as you age, it just gets tweaked and gross and screwed up, right? But you can just put on I've brand new locks. hair. Yeah, well, you're only 27. <laughs> <Does your, laughs> Thanks on, for dude. remembering. Wait till you're 30, my age. <laughs> 31. Yeah, dude, it's going to suck. Your hair's going to be all crinkly and shit. Um, yeah, dude. I think that'd be nice to wear a wig. Yeah, so. Uh, I just got your wig. Who let this guy in? Yeah. <laughs> 
Is it Halloween's trick or treaters? What's happening? Uh, did you? You were, we were talking about uh, Brady, right? Mm-hmm. And is there any truth to that about him actually wearing a wig? It's not a wig. I remember when it was happening. They they had footage of him coming out of like a hair restoration place. Oh, really? Yeah. So what? He got plugs? I think so. Well, Whatever. I they got do now. plugs, and it doesn't look like that. Yeah, but his are on his head. <laughs> you got me. I got you. I was like, "What's he talking about?" <laughs> oh snap! The way Homer. Oh, you got me. But yeah, so that that was a thing for real. Because if you notice during the games, his hair never sweats. You know, what I mean, takes never off his sweats <laughs> only right here. Yeah, dude, it's right a tech on the giveaway. Yeah, it's it's like totally a bad giveaway. Pelt or something. Yeah, he's got the Elton John wig. Yeah, I got some bad news for you, Tim. <laughs> yeah, the only people that notice that stuff are people that are older. I know, I know. Kids are like, oh, he's cool, man. Mm-hmm. I remember I was watching David Lee Roth, you know, on the jump video, and it was on MTV. And my wife goes, he's losing his hair. Oh, no. Did I say my mom or my wife? You said your wife. I met my mom. I'm like, you guys have been married 40 years. <laughs> Could you imagine? The other oh day, God. and you're like, no, he's not. He's, yeah. How dare you? No, she yeah. did. She goes, I can tell he's got like chicken fuzz. He's losing his hair. And I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, I think I was like maybe 15. I was like just devastated. Oh. Like, he's losing his hair? No way. David Lee Roth can't lose his hair. Sure enough, she was right, man. She was right. And he went with it for that year, for that tour. It was weird. Did I really say my wife? You said your wife. Oh, so Freudian. Weird, dude. <laughs> now I, maybe that I think Oedipus my wife is my mom. Yeah. I'm just what? worried if John... I said that Oedipus complex a mother, dude. Oh, God, yeah. dude. If John Travolta can't get a good weave, then there's no hope for anybody. Yeah, well, yeah. John Travolta at least admits it. He doesn't give a shit. Well, yeah. he does now after he shaved, but how many decades did he try he a different on wig on? Yeah. He held on way too long. Yeah. Some people you can tell, some people you can't. What do you do, though? That's the question. In 2020, you got to have some cool... I, think I don't know, dude. I, you it's know, all hey, or nothing. I'm up there, right? And it ain't, it ain't getting any thicker, right? Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I explore all that stuff, and it's just the same circle. Yeah. You Hair take your biotin? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, biotin. <laughs> God, dude, I'm like... I can I can bite my nails like twice you know twice a day. Yeah, you know? exactly. I do it for the nails. I gotta clip. I gotta clip <laughs> my, my toenails. <laughs> you know, I'm clipping toenails and my fingernails. <laughs> That's too much. And then, and then I'm thinking, why is my hair grow like that? <laughs> yeah, right. You know, so for real. So yeah, there's all this like hair bull crap that you can spend hundreds of dollars on and just a waste of money. And that's the plan. I don't know if they'll yeah. ever find a, a bottom line is wig. Bottom line. What's weird is you notice you see people that lose their hair early. The rest of them gets hairy. Like yeah, that's a kick in the balls, right? Well, listen, I'll just tell you one thing. You can't have it all. No one gets a six pack, killer chest, and a head of hair. It's just not the way it works. It's a lot to ask for. Think yeah. about it. Think about it. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Think I'm, about it's a gucher, it. man. It's a gucher. Yeah, yeah, dude. You know, think about that. You know, what's funny is like someone like Michael Anthony got the wig or whatever first. Like he always had the worst hair, but now out of all of them, he has—he he looks the best. He wore a wig or something. I don't know. He's got something going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does now, at least, right? It looks like he's wearing it backwards. Oh, Sorry, I don't Mike. Think so <laughs> his hair's on backwards, <laughs> right? <Dude. laughs> but you put it on upside. I see the "Made in China" tag on your forehead. <laughs> right? Oh my god. <laughs> It's like so, this being all one piece and it just all comes and spins yeah. around. But when they first started, like he looked the worst, but now he looks the best. He all looks right. the closest to the back then. Yeah, he does. Because he, he does. You know. I am so glad no one's listening. I know. Oh, me yeah. too. Trust me. <laughs> Mom already knows all this stuff. It's yeah. all right. Trust me. Best oh, wig yeah. ever, though, was Jack Klugman from Quincy. Because yeah. he got it early, like before. Like, yeah, he odd wasn't couple. fucking around. Yeah, he he right was away. like, fuck, I'm, I'm the guy. Smart. And Joe Lynn Turner. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's the weird. When I and found that out, dude, eyebrows—the whole, the whole deal. 
but forever. Yeah. I know. I just happen to like all those eighties bands and it's like, how does a hair band lose their hair? That's got to be the worst. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> oh yeah. Brett. Like he was in the hospital and there's pictures of him with the bandana. Oh yeah, dude. Head. I love that shot. He's like this in the hospital bed with a bandana. <laughs> <laughs> Still doing meet and greets outside dude. the hospital room. <laughs> hey man, how you doing? Daisy's trying to get on the visitors list. Yeah. <laughs> dude, and, hey, if there's one dude I would love to have come jam with us, it would be Brett. Oh, really? He would, he would yeah. do it. What I was going to ask that question. I don't think so, dude. What's, really? No. What's the deal with Motley Crue? being all difficult with you guys i mean i, I think nikki was just bummed that his singer got fat <laughs> yeah that's all what i think do you think vince yeah. is losing it losing his quarantine because, 15 or what no I, you know i saw a picture of him posted from uh was it memorial day with the dog yeah. thing uh, no july 4th yeah memorial day yeah <laughs> sorry dude that's all right and he, and he was uh he had a picture of him and his chick i don't know if they were holding the dog but he looked really good yeah Looks healthy. I've never seen the chin like his before he got fit again. <laughs> Dude, the the, the Photoshop <laughs> they did on the the announcement for the tour and uh, they put a skinny the face on the big fat body. It just goes whoop. Yeah. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> I, well, you know, look like a light bulb. I think when that was all going on last, I think it was December or November of last year. Yeah. I think it was that they just signed that deal with Live Nation to do that stadium tour, but yeah. they they didn't announce it at the time yet. Yeah. They were waiting for next year, right? But, you know, he has to make sure that his singer is ready to go out for that big payday. So It's heard in the contract, I'm sure. Like, you got to do this. You got to do this. He's really He's gotten totally in shape, though. He's good. 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 Is, um, <laughs> is that weird for, like, a band that you like to, you know, then all of a sudden there's this weird war? It's 2020. It felt, this, gr- it felt weird and it felt great. I bet. He noticed, I noticed us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet. That's and awesome. And then, then I was like, oh, what a baby. Like, yeah. we're actually, he's actually bummed. Yeah, you think, really? you think maybe it's good for publicity, but I think it's real. So it's like, you really at this age, you're going to complain about something like that? Like, yeah. have fun with everybody. Be in it with the group. And- yeah, I agree. It's like, you know, when you when you meet somebody that you're like, idolize or really look up to and you get to meet the real person, you're like, oh, that's a bummer. Mm. Or, oh, that's he's so cool. I'm so glad I met him. For the most part, you know, sometimes it's just better not to ever meet him. I will say this. You guys are exactly like you are on stage, off stage. Yeah. And I appreciate that. That's I cool. mean, all four of you guys. Well, you know, that's I mean, the thing yeah. about Nikki. He's confusing to me because, you know, this tattoo I got right here, mm-hmm. I got it done by Kat Von D. Got my okay. whole arm done by her back in like a while ago. And when I got this part of it done, uh, Nikki was there the whole time because they were dating at the time. Mm-hmm. And he sat across from me and she's doing my tattoo and we're just talking. And he's told me the whole story about how he wrote the song Livewire. Wow. And I was like, holy shit. I'm talking to Nikki Six That's right now and Kat Von D's tattooing me and I just signed a record deal. Yeah. Shit is fucking awesome. Right this now. is real. Yeah, this is real. And then he told me, he goes, yeah, you know, I just I was out in the backyard, man, and I just took my acoustic and I sat on this rock and the riff just came out. I was like, that's bullshit. That's what I thought in my head. You're so full of shit. The riff just came out. Yeah, he said it did. But my point of, of telling that story is that I thought that he was cool then. I, I guess yeah. he's still cool. He just was pissed. Whatever. Just makes him look Doesn't really matter. old and angry. He's just dumb. Whatever. Just, Things will look up. Things will change. I mean, do you think about the thing about social media is that you can be like this with it very focused and and 
the rest of the world's out of the picture. Yeah. But then in reality, when you put the phone down, it's like, who gives a shit about that right now? Do you have yeah, it's all ridiculous. this in front of you right now? So I think it was just a moment in time where he just was sitting on the toilet going through Instagram. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's easy to get sucked in on the toilet for sure. Oh yeah. You can barely stand up yeah, afterward. Yeah. <laughs> my legs go numb. <laughs> See, that's why steel Panther needs to come up with a really comfortable toilet. Yeah. Dude, a heated <laughs> toilet seat. Yeah. Shit and sing. Oh, nice. <laughs> So I don't want to keep you too long, but like you just mentioned, I, you know what? I actually got to go. All right. I'm going to ask you one more question. I have now. like my meter ran out, I think. <laughs> so, so you do the record deal. Like was universal the first one that come to you? Like, how does that happen? Or were you guys like, how the fuck are we get? Well, we were trying deal? to get, we were trying to get a record deal and we just got turned down, turned down. Okay. Then we put out our own little EP thing yeah. and then we never really got any interest. But what happened is that we started doing those weekly shows and we moved from the Roxy to the key club. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, it just connected with everybody at that time, and it just went off. So it went Viper, Roxy, Key Club, House of Blues. Yeah. But during the Key Club years, I think we moved over there in 2006 or seven, mm-hmm. and it just went. Yeah. And uh, that's when we got actually approached by, because uh, the guy was, uh, his name was Monty Lim. Yeah, Lip- Lipman. Lipman, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And Monty would be in his offices and then he'd cruise up to go up to his place that he was renting up in Hollywood Hills and he'd pass the key club and see the line out there. So oh. he was like, oh, what's that all about? Because he could tell it was all rock and roll people. So I think that's what started it. And then we got connected with him and we went and met with him and we're like, we don't want to sign a record deal. And that, we weren't trying to be cool. We we're just like, well, we want to keep as much money as we can because mm-hmm. if we sign with them, then they're going to get all our weekly gigs and we won't have any money. And he's like, I don't want anything from you guys. Put out the record. You guys can record anything you want. And all I want to do is be able to pick the first single. Wow. That's a deal. Okay. And he even gave us a 360 deal and never collected. I won't even say it over the air. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. But that's rad. Super cool guy. So you got signed while you were playing what was the old Gazaris. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, That's rad. Yep. The Hollywood story. Yep. And he picked the first single, which was Death to All But Metal. Mm Mm-hmm. And that blew my mind. I asked him, I go, are you sure? Why don't you pick like our song eyes of a Panther? It's totally, yeah. it's basically clean. Yeah. And we could get more airplay. He goes, no man, we're going to make a statement with you guys. I'm like, all right, let's, let's do it. That music video is really sick too. Thank mm. you. <laughs> that was, uh, the director on that, uh, video was brian posein oh wow, he's a rock star yeah he did a video he did an anthrax video for me did he with zombies yeah at the old um what was the hotel that got knocked down where bobby kennedy was killed oh it's right ambassador uh ambassador hotel yeah we did a zombie video that that brian did he was that's cool the guy was so funny you know brian did our first one of one of many pilots with us really yeah he directed a pilot that we did so you all have done a bunch of pilots then yeah yep that's wild where can one see those um, I think some of them are online. Some, I, I remember seeing one on YouTube at one point. I think I got taken down, but I was cracking up. I'm like, when am I going to see that on the TV? Did you see the Comedy Central one? Yep. Yeah. That's what I saw. That's what you were telling me. A long right? time ago. You know, Better Call Saul, Bob. Odenkirk. Yeah, Odenkirk. Yeah. yeah, he was in it. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh my God, awesome, that's, that's Saul. I worked with Saul and I didn't even know it was Saul. Uh, yeah, yeah, right? You know what I mean? Did you, so afterward, well, you're watching... For SNL before all that, too. Yeah, well, he had Mr. Show, too. With, um, Mr. Show, right. Yeah, Mr. Show. They brought that back at one point. Yeah, not good. No. But we're, we're working with our buddy Rob Riggle, too. The as well. best. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, he's really funny. funny. Yo, is he uh, Russ's brother? No. I know. Somebody, somebody told me Russ that he's Riggle. his brother and I believed it. 
Well, I just thought it was like a stage name or, or whatever. Russell Riggle. I believed it, right? I believed it for the longest time, and I've literally been telling everybody I know that that's his brother. Dude, that's, that's great. When I was a kid, the rumor was that Steven Tyler was Mary Tyler Moore's oh, brother. Oh, God, that's great. And they kind of look alike. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I can't get over Russell Riggle. <laughs> that's the best name ever. Yeah. And then, yeah. Well, well, cool, man. Well, thank hey, you well, thanks for having me. Yeah, nice. dude. Yeah. It was really fun. Yeah. I appreciate it. Anytime. We it's really cool. To people. This is the best daycare ever. It is great, right? <laughs> it's I, killer, yeah. dude. It's the only now place with AC. Condition- <laughs> yeah, we got air conditioner and, you know, separate them all each time. I, I told my uh, mom that I was going over to the Monster Warehouse. She's like, you better be back soon. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it your mom or your wife? No, my mom. Man. Okay, you're confusing me. <laughs> my cause... wife left me, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah, I went on the road. She, she's like, later. Well, whatever you do, don't look at the David Hagar tour. You're not going to like Roth's what? hair in that one. What? You yeah, Roth's hair in that one. That's probably the worst hair David's ever had. The Sam and Dave Oh, the Sam and Dave Remember that? Remember that? That white sheet on it. Was... Oh, yeah. Uh, played on that one, too, didn't they? Who? Motley Crue, did I don't they think play so. I think it was only Roth and no. Hagar, maybe some small band opening. I don't know. I can't believe that. No. You guys bringing up some old stuff. You know, my buddy played with him during that tour. Uh, with Roth? Well, you know, Russ and I, uh, well, this guy, Russ, who we'll call Satchel for now on. <laughs> he, uh, we'll he, do some overdubs later. <laughs> Satchel uh, played in the Atomic Punks, yeah. and that was a tribute to all early Van Halen. And so before uh, Satchel was in the band, we had a guitar player named Brian Young. And Brian got snatched by Dave to go do that tour with Sammy. So there you go. Well, wow. his buddy Frankie played with Roth on the Vegas tour. Oh yeah, you, you might know Frankie. I mean, we've we've been oh, the on guitar, stage and wait. jammed with you guys before, but guitar player. Yeah, long blonde hair, looks like Spicoli. Yes, <laughs> I waved to him at the Kiss show. Right on. He was playing that show, right? No, he was <laughs> already. Whatever makes you feel good about yourself, Michael. <laughs> wait, I don't know that guy. <laughs> Frankie only did the the Vegas stuff. He was supposed to do all this, you know. Some of the other dates, but it all got axed. Oh, uh, so. that sucks. It's fun stuff. I'm sure Dave had a bad night and blamed someone else. Yeah. <laughs> you look too good. You're out of here. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you that. Brian told me stories like, yeah, man, because Brian was ripped. He was a surfer dude, right? So he's all ripped up and, you know, get tan all the time. And he took his shirt off on stage and Roth got pissed at him. Man. <laughs> he told me, so you never take your shirt off before I do. Yeah, what? he could say that though. That's it's so crazy. Amazing. I know. I was like, "How do you?" St- I guess I've heard, if- I've heard he's put boxes on the stage for their band members where you can only stand in this box. There's, yeah, there's lots of rules. There's a lot of rules. <laughs> the Roth rules. rules. Let's Bruce talk rules. about. This. We'll talk about those next time you <laughs> yeah, stop by. Yeah, exactly. We'll get you. Hey, out of here. next time we we get together, we'll talk about how lead singers suffer from the worst disease ever. LSD. LSD. Yes. See you next time. Be cool and remember, Monsters your favorite energy drink. <laughs> And don't forget, Tim has a huge...